0: Welcome to Mother Nature's CSI, I'm Patty Lane. Today, an update on the 7.1 earthquake that struck the small desert town of Ridgecrest, California, where residents are still dealing with the aftermath. And also, a look at the aftermath of a disaster and why getting to know your neighbors may help you prepare for the next one. The 7.1 Ridgecrest earthquake was the first quake of that size in the region in decades. Steady aftershocks continue to shake the area, the largest being in the 4.0 magnitude range. It scared many Southern California residents who felt the ripple effect of the quake hundreds of miles away, although not as strong as in Ridgecrest. It was a wake-up call to all of us that we live on shaky ground. Seismologists assessed that the quake was not on the San Andreas Fault. That was a relief. All of us in California are familiar with the term, the big one, referring to the potential of the San Andreas Fault to produce a large earthquake. The Ridgecrest quake literally shook people up. But now that it's passed, will you be taking action to be prepared for the next one? Unfortunately, as the urgency and fear from an earthquake fade, many people just go on with their lives, not thinking about the next one. But right now is the time we need to make sure we're prepared. And I'm not just talking about an emergency kit and having a family plan, although those are the first things you should be doing. I'm talking about preparing in your community for an emergency with your neighbors. Because face it, if there's a big enough disaster, you, your family, your neighbors, well, we may all be on our own for three days or more. Do you even know your neighbors? After most disasters, from earthquakes to tornadoes to wildfires, What we see in the aftermath is how communities pull together, help one another. We're seeing that in Ridgecrest right now. Images of residents there sleeping on mattresses outside damaged homes, emergency agencies helping out with food, lodging, whatever's needed. But if a disaster is big enough, those agencies will be helping out their own communities and we could be on our own for some time. So right now is the time to start building that community, building that disaster preparedness right where you live so that after a disaster, you already know your neighbors, their kids, and who the elderly are living alone near you. We all need to make these connections. Think of it like a neighborhood watch, maybe an emergency planning group that you and your neighbors can put together. It can be as small or large as you want. Go out and meet them, start small, walk around the neighborhood, say hello, get acquainted, If you already know your neighbors, you're a step ahead and you can use this time while the earthquake is still fresh in our minds to start the conversation. It's about empowerment and how preparedness can make us feel like you're empowered after a disaster because you plan for it. Maybe you can't control what happened, but you can control how you deal with the aftermath and involving your community keeps us all safe. Community really does come together during disasters, so let's not wait for the next one to introduce ourselves to our neighbors and have a community plan in place. You don't have to involve the entire community right away. Just do what you're comfortable with, but get started. If you just know a couple of people, start with them. Now, in future episodes of this podcast, you'll be hearing from those who are working within their community to make sure neighbors are prepared. Do you have any tips to share on how to get neighbors involved in disaster preparedness? Or how about some lessons learned from past earthquakes or disasters that you may have experienced? We'd love to share them with our podcast community and online on Facebook. Just send us a quick email with some tips to mothernaturecsi at gmail.com. Until next time, be ready and stay safe.